Hello and welcome to WOW, the positive podcast, showing kids that there's a lot more to the world news than bad news. I'm Alistair, and as a journalist, I've often written about things going wrong. But people also need to know about what's going right, don't they? To know that we can change the world for the better. Well, this week, we're continuing our summer of peace with the second of our profiles of great peacemakers. You remember that with Jane Goodall's Roots and Shoots movement for young people, we're preparing to mark the International Day of Peace, September the 21st. Now, there's good news in the world today that you don't often hear, and that's news about peace. Because you may hear a lot about people arguing, fighting, having wars even. But in actual fact, there's a lot less fighting and violence around the world now than there was in the past. So there's good news. Now, the last time we told you how Nelson Mandela's childhood taught him lots of things that helped him bring peace to South Africa. This week, we're going to hear about a very different kind of peacemaker. Marshall Rosenberg was a boy growing up in America in the middle of the last century. He liked sport and being outdoors. He also spent time watching people. He tried to understand why they did things. Two things puzzled him. He had a granny who was very ill. Marshall's uncle spent a lot of time helping her. It was tiring, but he didn't complain. In fact, doing things for his mother, Marshall's granny, seemed to make Uncle Julius really happy. So, Marshall noted, helping other people makes us happy. But at his school, things were a bit different. His little brother got bullied. Marshall learned to fight back to protect him. He fought a lot, but he also watched. And he noticed that Beating up little boys seemed to make the bullies smile. Why? How strange people are. He found people so interesting that when he grew up, Marshall became a psychologist, someone who studies how we think and feel. He wanted to understand people, and he wanted to find how we could stop fighting so much. He came to realise two things. First, he saw that no one is born wanting to fight or hurt people. In fact, we're born wanting to help each other. Today, more scientists are showing how we all have a basic need to help other people. It makes us happy, but we can often forget that. And second, Marshall showed that we all want the same things. Of course, We don't all want to eat spaghetti with custard. I certainly don't. But we do all need to eat. We don't all want to be friends with the same people. But we all need to feel that we have friends. To feel safe. To feel listened to. So, we all have different tastes. Different ways to meet our needs. We have different ways to stop feeling hungry or to feel safe. But underneath that, our needs are the same. 
Now, Marshall thought, if we all basically care about other people, and we all want basically the same things in life, then why are we all arguing and fighting all the time? And is there a solution? It's a good question, isn't it? Well, let's imagine an experiment. Let's say your sister wants you to play with her, and you really want to read a book by yourself. Oh, no. You're no fun. You're selfish. Your sister might yell at you. Leave me alone. You're horrible. You shout back. We've all been there. Rows like that happen all the time. You really love your sister. She loves you. And Marshall said that we all have the same needs. And yet, bam, an argument. Marshall's solution was this. Imagine your sister, instead of yelling what she thinks about you, she told you calmly how she felt inside herself when you refused to come out and play. What if she said something like, I need to feel that I'm with someone who cares about me. That's why I'd like you to play with me. Now, how would you feel about that? It's better than being told that you're boring and selfish, isn't it? You could listen. And you know yourself how it feels to need to feel you have a friend. So you might feel like helping your sister. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to do what she wants right now. Actually, it's your turn to tell her what you need today. Not to tell her that she's horrible, but maybe that you need some peace and quiet to be on your own and you just don't want to play. Your sister, she can listen and understand that too, can't she? She needs to be on her own sometimes. Now, it's not easy to listen like that, is it, when you're angry? And Marshall knew that, and he would use hand puppets to show people that when we're angry, we're like a little jackal, a frightened little creature that snarls a lot and shows its teeth. And what we can try to be, Marshall said, is a giraffe. Kind and tall and calm, with big ears, a great listener. Apart from its ears and tall neck, Do you know what else Marshall really liked about us trying to be giraffes? Well, did you know that of all the animals that live on the land, the giraffe has the biggest heart? And so he said, look, if you start listening to each other with your giraffe ears and letting yourself feel with your big giraffe heart, well, you might both talk about what you can do to help each other. How about doing a bit of what each of you wants? Marshall called his way of talking and listening non-violent communication, or NVC. Today, people all over the world learn about it as a way of talking to others, in their family, or at work, or in the community. Marshall himself took his ideas to places where there were actual real wars going on sit in a room with people from each side and each would call the other murderers or terrorists and this would go on for a while and then Marshall would get them to say what it was that they each needed not the thing that they were fighting about but what really really 
deep down they needed. And often, it's basically the same. Often it would be something like the need to feel safe. And Marshall would show them then that if they all basically wanted peace, then, well, maybe they should make peace. Simples! Now then, it's over to you. This week's peace challenge is this. The next time someone does something or says something that makes you angry, before you say something back or do something, just stop a moment. Take a breath. And instead of yelling at the person who's made you angry, just take a few seconds to look inside yourself. What's happening? How do you feel? You might think, that's not nice, that the other person is annoying. But try just to think about you, not them. What do you feel? Maybe you feel sad. Well, there are as many situations for arguments as there are people on the planet and moments in a year. But there's our challenge for you. Just try and listen to yourself before you get mad at someone else. And perhaps then you can try and find a way to tell them how you feel without shouting. Now, if you've enjoyed learning about Marshall Rosenberg, do tell a friend. And tune in again in two weeks for the third in our Summer Peacemakers series. Meanwhile, you can catch up on all our stories and podcasts at our website. What is it again? wow-news.eu I'm Alistair, wishing you a peaceful summer.